This is Chris Brooks. Thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Be sure and subscribe for free so that you don't miss an episode. For more information, visit our website, equipradio.org. Chris Brooks here, and I want to thank you for listening to this edition of Equip. Did you know that we are funded by the generosity of listeners just like you? Would you help us finish this month strong? Just call 888-644-4144 or give at equipradio.org. Please enjoy the following pre-recorded Encore presentation of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Well, hey there, friends. Welcome to another exciting edition of Equipped with Chris Brooks. I am so thrilled you've joined me today. Can you do me a favor? Strap on your seatbelt. We're going to navigate through the contours of culture, as always, with the lens of the biblical worldview on. But before we do that, let me remind you, this is the day that the Lord has made. He has given it as a gift so that you and I can rejoice and be glad in it. So let's do just that. Let's follow the words of the Apostle Paul. Let's rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Well, I couldn't be more fired up about today. Very rarely am I this excited about an interview. And I get a chance to talk to a lot of cool people about a lot of cool topics, as you guys know. But nothing gets me more fired up than delving deeper into Scripture. The Facebook question of the of the day is, if you've been over to our social platforms, uh, what is the latest verse um, or most recent verse of the Bible that you have memorized? Today, we're going to talk about memorizing Scripture. We're going to talk about that all month long. I really want to help you, to partner with you, to really take a journey with you starting this month throughout the year of memorizing scripture. That's right. We're going to do this together. And I have a great book that I'm making available all month long. We're going to talk to the author in just a moment, Glenna Marshall, but it's called memorizing scripture. Now, when I say those two words, memorizing scripture, what comes to mind? Well, If you are a youth group kid like me, or you were raised in a small Baptist church, or you know anything about the Bible games, you probably have been exposed to kids who memorize scriptures for competitions or some type of uh, games or engagement. At least that was the case for those of us who were born in the 70s, raised in the 80s. That's kind of the world we were raised in. If you're not churched in your background, you came to Christ later on in life, maybe scripture memorization is an entirely new concept for you. Certainly for most of us, by the time we get to our young adult years, scripture memorization is probably a thing of the past. That's true for most, I believe, Christians. Probably a lot of it when you're a kid, but not a lot of it once you get older. Well, what if I told you that the benefits of scripture memorization never end and that you don't age out of the blessings that come along with hiding God's word in your heart and meditate, meditating deeply on his promises? We're going to talk to you about that. And I just want to start this program by saying you can do it. You can memorize scripture. I believe that God has given each one of us the grace to be able to do that. I don't say that lightly, but I also believe that the uh, basics and the tips that are in the book that we're featuring all month long, Memorizing Scripture, can help to make Scripture memorization a reality. So with that being said, two things I want to make sure I do at the front end of this program. 
encourage you to go to social media because I want to see your comments. These comments have been so cool to read. I want to hear your comments on Twitter, on Facebook. What was the most recent scripture you memorized? Why? I'd love to hear that. But also, I want to encourage you, dial this number, 888-644-4144, and uh, you can get a copy of this book, Memorizing Scripture with a Gift of Any Amount to the Program. And wouldn't it be cool if you, your kids, your family, did this together, some of your uh, life group or small group friends did this together, or just you on your own as you grow spiritually, as you set new goals for this new year, I mean, all of us have goals. We're going to lose weight. We're going to get a budget finally. We're going to plan for the future. Whatever your goals are, those are great, but make sure you have spiritual goals. And I think at the top of your list should be memorizing scripture. With that said, Glenna Marshall is my guest today. She's a pastor's wife and a mother of two very energetic sons. She's the author of The Promise uh, the Promise in His Presence and Everyday Faithfulness. She writes regularly at her website on biblical literacy, suffering, and the faithfulness of God. Uh, she and her husband are a part of the Grace Bible Fellowship family uh, in Missouri, and she joins me today. How are you, Glenna? I am so glad to be here. Thank you, Chris, for having me. Uh, I'm glad that you're here as well. I kind of uh, talked a little bit about what childhood was like for me. I, I was one of those kids, grew up in the church, memorizing scripture. You were too, weren't you? I was. I went to a small Baptist church. I grew up in West Tennessee. And let me tell you, Bible drill was the thing. It was back, <laughs> back in the 80s and early 90s. That was what That's we right. did. We went and memorized scripture at church. And then they took us around to other churches and made us compete with other kids. Well, we did the same thing. And you know you're a church kid when the cool kids that you knew were the ones right. who went to the Bible games. That was it's so true. <laughs> that's when you know you're a church kid. But no, yeah. it was it, it was really it was really I think looking back on it, uh, a, a really good, fun, and healthy thing for us to do. A lot of benefits, some downsides that we're going to talk about when it comes to performance and and all of those things. But you writing your book, it, it was interesting in reading your book. You say. Uh, that by the fourth grade or so, though, your foray into scripture memorization decisively ended. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, once I graduated from that program in our church, that was pretty much like the end of memorization for me. It wasn't something that was necessarily modeled to me in any other setting necessarily. It wasn't something that really continued past the children's program at the church I grew up in. It wasn't something I even saw as a regular uh, spiritual discipline in other people's lives. And so it wasn't something I did. I, I didn't realize that it could and should go hand in hand with your regular Bible reading, your prayer, things like that, that we sort of build our lives around as Christians for spiritual growth. So it just was not something I returned to until like my late 30s. Yeah, and I think that's probably common, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the more I talk to people about this subject, I, I there's just not that many people who actively memorize scripture on a regular basis. It's just not, I mean, that's why I call it in the book, the long lost spiritual discipline, because I really think that's what it is. For some reason, when we get away from our childhood, we stop memorizing scripture, and I'm not really sure why. 
Yeah, the the benefits and blessing, and, and and I would just say this: I got a number of friends who have read your book or are currently reading your book, including uh, several pastor friends of mine. And one of the things that we have commented on is this um, just refreshing reminder of the benefits of reading scripture. And that's why I wanted to have you on. I I really want to uh, delve into that. But let me just, uh, again, say to those of you who are listening, I am inviting you on a journey. And and let me just maybe uh, phrase it this way. I want to invite you to a challenge, a scripture memorization challenge in our spiritual life. If you take this journey with us, you know, I promise you, there will be so many benefits to your spiritual life, your peace, your overall well-being, your mental health, all of these because of the impact of Scripture on our hearts. And so I do want you to call this number, 888-644-4144. Do what Ann uh, did in Florida or Richie in Georgia or Catherine in Tennessee. They are joining us for this Scripture Memorization Challenge I would love for you to do that as well. Think about what will happen in your life if you begin to meditate deeply on God's word. So 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. All right, so Glenda, let's talk about what are some of the benefits that you've experienced from scripture memorization. Mm, so many. And and I continue to see the benefits and I expect I will as long as I am walking this earth. Um, one of the ones that I saw pretty early on when I began to really build memorization into my life and into my daily habits was really just a deepened affection for the Lord. I mean, as you are meditating on his word, because it's his word that we're, you know, thinking and mumbling aloud and saying over and over as we try to memorize it, it just really enriched my view of his character as you're thinking through passages and thinking of, you know, thinking on his attributes, his divine attributes and the ways that he has been faithful to his people throughout scripture. I mean, you just can't help but love him. And what you're doing is you are knowing him better and to know him is to love him. And so that was one of the first things that I saw. And then on the other hand, as I grew in a deeper affection for him, I had, I guess, a a lesser love for the things of this world. It kind of diluted my love for earthly things. And those things just go hand in hand. And sometimes I get that feeling like, oh, the world is too much with me. Like I've just, I've got too much culture in my face. Mm -hmm. I'm too much social media or television or entertainment. And, and that stuff can really cloud your vision of who God is and your love for him. So meditating on scripture, I felt like really flipped that deepened my love for the Lord yeah. while weakening my love for this earth and the things that it offers. Yeah. Um, you know, and, it's interesting. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I just want to jump in for a moment and just say mm-hmm. that again, as I, as I said, when we opened the program, um, unless someone tells you uh, and encourages you towards scripture memorization, when you come to Christ in particular, if you come to Christ as an adult, you just don't know that that is a part of your growth and development. Mm -hmm. The word of God, let me just start there. The Bible is the word of God. It's God's word to us. And we need to remember that. And it is the primary way that we know about who God is, um, what his will or desire for us is, 
the ways that he wants us to live, like all of this is given to us in the Bible, in in the scriptures. And so to be a Christian is to follow the teachings of Christ. To be a Christian, the Bible uses this term, is to be a disciple. And to be a disciple is to be a learner, a learner of God's word. And so let me, maybe I'm the first, maybe Glenn is the first person who's ever said this to you. If you're a Christian, you should be memorizing scripture. Mm -hmm. It, It should be something that you see as a part of your development, a part of your growth, and I want to say it, that's that's a positive way of saying it. Maybe the negative way of saying that is to say it shouldn't be okay with us if we're not growing in the knowledge of his word. Mm. Like I shouldn't be okay looking up five years into my journey in relationship with Jesus and I don't know more of scripture. I should be growing and I never want to be stagnant. Would you agree with that, Glenna? I absolutely do. I, and and I really think that, I mean, God's word is given to us so that we know who he is. We know what the gospel is. We know who we are. We know who we are without Jesus. And then how yeah. do we live as people who belong to him? That There is no other way for us to know these truths apart from what he has revealed to us in his word. And so, you know, I would even say like, if we want to grow, if we want to fight our sin, which is something we must be on guard against as, as believers, memorizing God's word is going to be one of the key components in doing that. I mean, just to give you victory over areas where you used to give yourself to sin before Christ. And so, I mean, it is just, I find it to be so necessary. Mallory from Mississippi is taking us up on that challenge. She says, I want to take the memorizing scripture journey. Thanks, Mallory. Maybe you want to join us, 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. Before we take our break, just real quickly, talk about how this impacted you in your struggle with sin. I mean, all of us are dealing with stubborn sins. Not every sin falls off just when we come to Christ. Mm-hmm. How does scripture memorization help in that aspect of your journey with Jesus? Yeah. Well, I write really candidly in the book about a struggle with anger and just particularly feeling like blowing up at my kids a lot and just simmering, simmering and feeling like I could never get victory over this, praying, confessing, repenting, I thought, and then just struggling again and again with anger. And one day the Lord brought to mind one of those verses I memorized as a kid in Bible drill, you know, I will hide your word in my heart so that I won't sin against you. And I thought, okay, is it really like, that's the key that I'm missing? Hiding God's Mm. word in my heart keeps me from sinning against him. And I don't know that it's necessarily like this magical flip of a switch, but with time, as you meditate on scripture, the Lord reshapes your heart. He makes you like Jesus and helps you to put your sin to death. I love it. I love it. Jim is on uh, Facebook. He says, the last scripture I memorized was Hebrews. 13, 20, and 21. Edie said, I've memorized by listening to you, Chris Brooks, that this is a day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's Psalm 118, verse 24. What is the most recent scripture you have memorized? Let us know on our social media platforms. Also, call and get your copy of Memorizing Scripture, 888 644 4144 or go to equipradio.org. Much more to come next up on Equip.
Have you been wanting to memorize scripture, but just haven't found the right way or the right time? I get it. Scripture memorization can be daunting, but it doesn't have to be. I have an easy way to get you started right here at the start of this new year. It's a practical step-by-step guide called Memorizing Scripture, and it's yours with the gift of any amount to equip. Call 888-644-4144 or visit equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. Question of the day on social media. What's the most recent verse of scripture you memorized? I would love to hear your answer to that. Pastor Ken Neither, who's a pastor that I know, says our discipleship group is currently memorizing Romans 8. I love that. He says we are through, uh, we are uh, currently through verse 12. So they've already memorized Romans 8 verses 1 through 12. I think that is really, really awesome. Pastor Ken, we would love to do this together. I want to do this together with you. I think that everyone knows that having a workout partner helps you to stay more committed to that treadmill than if you just try to do it alone. Scripture memorization the same way. You could do it alone and you could be effective. A lot of people do. But doing it with your family, uh, with friends from church, um, the equipped community, we'd love for you to be a part of this. So just dial the number 888-644-4144. Get your copy of Memorizing Scripture so you can learn some of the basics. Glenna Marshall, the author of the book, is with me today. And again, the phone number is 888-644-4144. Glenna, just one final word on the uh, benefits I think one of the big benefits in my life to memorizing scripture is uh, the peace that I get from his mm-hmm. promises. It was um, a few years ago that um, our oldest son passed away unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and you know, obviously that rocks your world. And we were really searching God's word, as is our habit, for his promises through what was the darkest moment that we had ever experienced, my wife and I. And as we were, you know, studying God's word, we're reminded in his word that he says uh, in, the, in the Psalms that he is uh, near to the brokenhearted, Psalm thirty four eighteen, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the Christian spirit. For the last five years, I have recited that verse. I can't even tell you how many times. And it just has given me so much peace. So I think just the peace that comes from the promises of God is another huge, huge benefit. But I do want to just give a caution. We're not encouraging people to do this, to perform, to impress others, to show off, are we? No, absolutely not. I mean, this really is sort of the polar opposite of competing in front of a crowd as a kid. I mean, and I think maybe that's why I didn't memorize scripture after my childhood, because to me, it was sort of associated with something that you do that was performance-based, but it has become a lifeline for me because what we're doing when we're memorizing is not like recitation is not really our goal. Now you can recite for other people and it can be so encouraging to them. Speaking God's word is just always encouraging, but that can't be the goal just to say, Hey, look what I've learned. Look how smart I am. Look how good of a memorizer I am. That's not our goal. That's called legalism. And you know, there's no reward in that, 
But when you are day in and day out rehearsing the words of the Lord, your goal here really is spiritual transformation, saturating your heart with God's word so that the Lord can renew your mind with his word. That's the goal here. And so we're not going to use metrics like, you know, look how much I can recite at any given moment. The metric is just like our sanctification. It's, it's walking with Jesus day in and day out, living in his word and letting him tra- transform the way that we think, the way that we speak, the way that we act so that it is less of us and more of him. That's the goal. So let's get real practical. H- how have you approached this in your own life as uh, the Lord blessed you to be one of those people to have a photographic memory or are there things <laughs> that you have done that really helps? No, I definitely don't have a photographic memory. (laughs) And, you know, me, like most people would have said, oh, I have a terrible memory. I can't do that. Um, But we can debunk that a little bit later when we get to challenges. But my I've tried all different kinds of methods and there's lots of different ways out there to do it. The point is try different methods, see what works for you and then just practice it as often as possible. For me, what has been most helpful will be to write out or type out the text that I'm going to memorize, to slip it into a Ziploc bag, and to (laughs) tape it to my shower wall. That is what I've been doing for about five years. And let me tell you, I know it sounds silly, but here we have two things going on. I like to memorize books of the Bible. It takes a really long time, but I have memorized several books of the Bible in the shower. And the more scripture I tape to my shower wall, the less of my shower I have to clean. It's a win-win situation here. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so funny. Oh yeah. So, but you know, really it's just, I, I recommend that you attach memorization to something that you do every day yes, where yes. your hands are busy, but your mind is not necessarily busy where you can sort of just work on a word or a phrase, say it out loud 10 times, then try to say it without looking 10 times and, and work your way through a verse or a passage a little, little by little day by day. It's not a race. It's all about the journey here. And yeah. um, so that is my main method. Another method I really love to use is the first letter method. And this is great for a review. So you can just sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, and you're going to review what you've learned just by writing the first letter of each word, because really your brain can fill in the rest so easily. It doesn't need you to actually write every word unless you're wanting to slow down and just meditate and, you know, think through each word slowly, but for a review or just a, you know, maybe, um, just working on a verse you're having trouble with writing down those first letters, for some reason, your brain really likes that because you can go at a faster pace. And so that is a method I use a lot as well. And, um, also I I have a lot of I have a lot of trouble sleeping, so I recite in my head a lot at night over and no, over that's, again. That's really good. So, again, we got to add to the benefits, reduce the amount of bathroom cleaning that you have to do. <laughs> that's that's right. one of the great benefits of memorizing scripture. <laughs> but um, let, you say in your book that our minds, our brains love repetition. Talk about mm-hmm. that. So, in order to sort of put information into your long-term memory to kind of move it from your short-term memory. You know, your short-term memory is like when you're trying to remember a phone number or a 
passcode for something you're signing into and you just say it a couple of times, you only need that information for like 10 seconds. And then your brain is free to forget it. You don't need to remember everything you've ever, ever learned or seen. But in order to move information to your longer term, what your brain really needs you to do is to repeat it over and over and over. Say it, write it, sing it, speak it out loud, like all these different ways to really get that into your long-term memory. That is the key. I mean, whatever method you use for memorization, repetition will be an absolute necessary component. Yeah, I I just will say uh, throughout the week as I was uh, prepping for this uh, particular conversation, uh, I just kept saying Psalm, and you have in your book, Psalm 23 and 1, the Lord is my shepherd, Mm -hmm. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not Mm -hmm. want. And there's two benefits to that. Number one is a short scripture. So start short. Don't feel guilty about starting with short mm, scriptures. Yeah. The The other benefit to that is, again, it's a practical promise that I can take to heart because there's so much richness in that. Mm. But just repeating that, just imagine if you repeated that 10 times in a day, right? And you did mm-hmm. that for two or three days. I would imagine... By that time, it would be pretty implanted in your heart, mm-hmm. pretty ingrained in your memory. What about First Thessalonians five, First Thessalonians five seventeen? Uh, really practical uh, verse of scripture: Pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Three words, but that's a verse of the Bible. And imagine right. what, it counts. What, it counts, right? It counts. So if you get a quarter for every verse you memorize, that's <laughs> worth a quarter right there. But what it does, though, is even more than just checking the box, what does it tell me about my prayer life? Like, what a reminder to me of, yeah, I should be praying without ceasing. I get to lay my cares at the feet of the God of the universe. I get to go to God for wisdom, guidance, direction. So this is more than just about checking a box or impressing people. It's really not about that. It's about us coming to understand God's ways, his will, his word, and understanding who he is and his love for us. I want you to know that. That's why Glennon and I want to encourage you to get a copy of Memorizing Scripture. Call this number now, 888 644-4144 644-4144 or go to equipradio.org We'll be right back. You're listening to a pre-recorded Encore presentation of Equipped with Chris Brooks. Welcome back to Equipped with Chris Brooks. What an exciting day. Today we are launching a new journey that we're going to take together. You, me, and a whole lot of friends on memorizing scripture. We're looking at this great discipline of the spiritual life that will help us to grow in our knowledge of who God is, his plan for our lives, and where we fit into it. Scripture memorization is something you can do, I promise you. And Glenna Marshall, the author of the book, Memorizing Scripture, has uh, uh, recorded the benefits, the blessings, and the basics of how to do it in this volume. So many folks are joining this journey. I love it. I'm looking at this board here, uh, David from Georgia says, I'm doing it. Michael from Illinois, Tom from Indiana, uh, Catherine from Illinois is joining, Vanessa from Michigan, Angela from Mississippi, and so many more. The phone number is 888-644-4144. Uh, we just want to encourage you to begin to 
meditate deeply on God's Word, to memorize Scripture. You know, one of the things that I was told, Glenna, when I was younger is imagine a world in which our Bibles were taken away. If that happened, Mm -hmm. how much of Scripture would you have in your heart? Now, we pray that that wouldn't happen, but if that were ever to happen, man, uh, I would want to have God's Word memorized as much as I could. I remember going to trips, mission trips, and being in places where one page of our daily bread was uh, that devotional series Mm -hmm was just treated so sacredly. I mean, it was like a treasure because there wasn't access. Um, our church has helped with Bible translation, funding that for groups of people who don't have access to the Word of God. And here we are. We have access to it. We can do this together. So as you start your new year off, Glenna, myself, we'd love to invite you to get the book so that you can learn these um, these skills on how to memorize Scripture. Your heart can be encouraged and you could be a part of this journey, 888-644-4144. Glenna Marshall is my guest today. She's the author of the book. We're going to go to the phone lines. Jill is listening in Moline, Illinois. Jill, what's your question for Glenna? Well, thank you for letting me ask. Um, You've been really good about answering a lot of the questions that I had, but my my question still left is... um, I, I'm, you know, I'm 69 years old. I've been a Christian for 30 years, and I still haven't um, memorized Scripture. And should I start with, um, do you have a recommendation on what I should start with? Like, mm, I, I've question. always loved Philippians. Um, I, I love Proverbs. Um, and just recently I did a Bible study on Colossians, and I, I love that. Yeah. So um, I don't, I don't, you know, I know where you said you start out short. That was helpful to say yeah. it, write it, sing it, whatever. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Um, what would no, you? I think that's a great question, Jill. Uh, I think that's an awesome question, Glenna. Where would you recommend Jill start? Well, I just first want to commend her for wanting to start now after walking with Jesus for several decades. I just love that. We're just never done learning. And so I appreciate her willingness to want to start memorizing scripture. So I really love to recommend that you memorize something that you're already somewhat familiar with. It's just going to kind of give you some encouragement as you get started, sort of give you a leg up, so to speak. So if you you know, if you finished a study on Colossians, what a great place to start. There is a passage in Colossians 1, I think it's 15 through 20, that just speaks to the superiority of Christ. And it has one of my favorite phrases in all of scripture, in him, all things hold together. It's a beautiful passage that will just deepen your love for Jesus. And since you've just studied the book, start there. It's five verses. They're not very long. You could spend this year or this next few months working on it. Just start with the first verse and and mm-hmm. just work from there. Yeah, that's what I would recommend. Yeah, yeah I think that uh, I'd say amen to that. Start where you have passion, excitement. As Glenna said, you'll get some wins under your belt, and we all need mm-hmm. that encouragement. And, uh, you know, not too many people are going to probably start with Leviticus. That's a little bit harder (laughs) to start with. But certainly a lot of it depends, too, on where you're at in your spiritual journey. Um, For pastors, one of the things I would encourage is, man, practice memorizing as much as you can 
the passage of scripture you're going to teach on that week. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things that I made a shift in, and I know your your husband husband is a pastor, but one of the yes. things that we were taught for a long time as pastors is have a separate passage that's your devotional passage just to edify you than the one you're teaching. And for many years I did that to, and, and I think the motivation of that was to separate um, your time with the Lord from the task of preaching and not to confuse the two. Um, but I've recently changed my opinion on that and I've allowed the passage that I'm teaching that week to be my devotion that week. And I think that it's really helped my heart to ask the question, am I living this? Uh, not just preaching it, but am I living it? And so if you're a pastor, yeah, I would encourage you to maybe consider um, memorizing the verses that you're going to teach and encouraging your church family to do the same. Thank you, Jill, for calling. Let's go to Willie, who's listening in Chicago. Hey, Willie, thank you so much for listening. What's your comment for Glenna? Hey, uh, I'm, I'm like that. I'm an older guy. I was born in the 40s, and I, I, I had a loss of a loved one, and it just started pulling on me. And, I, and it, the Proverbs came, the third chapter of Proverbs, uh, the book of Proverbs, to trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean out to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him. And, and it, I was kind of like you was. My parents and my grandparents was in the church. And when we didn't have a Bible in Sunday school, we had to remember the scriptures. Yeah, you know, yeah, so I, I, yeah. I enjoy your program. I, I've been listening for a while. This is my first time calling. And I, I, appreciate and I really uh, uh, admire what's being taught today because I'm yes. getting something from it. And some of the things that's being taught, I, I've been doing them. That's good, Willie. Well, bless you, brother. Uh, what an encouragement to know you're listening. And I love, love, love that Willie quoted the King James Version of the Bible. I do, too. I, <laughs> I memorize most of my – so this is one of my problems. All right, I will tell you this. One of my problems is that the translation I read over time has changed. And mm-hmm. so I got some verses memorized in the King James <laughs> some verses memorize the NIV. Some verses memorized using the ESV, which is what I use right now primarily. Yeah. So uh, that does cause a little bit of confusion. But do you have any recommendation on Bible translation? Yeah, so I have the same problem. All those verses I memorized <laughs> as a kid was KJV all the way. And so, yeah, and I use a, an ESV primarily. And so I re- what I recommend is that you memorize um, maybe what you study from. So if whatever translation you study and read from, maybe that your pastor preaches from for the sake of continuity, to just really bury yourself in the text. And like you recommended, you know, sometimes memorizing a passage from the passage that your pastor is preaching through or the book he's preaching through, that can be so good for you to really deepen your experience of listening to the word proclaimed, but it might be helpful to memorize in the translation that they preach from just whatever you use the most. That's where I would send you because, um, I mean, on the other hand of that, I would say it is lovely to hear someone recite something that they obviously memorized many years ago as a child. And so if that's where your heart is, if that's most familiar, I mean, I don't know if there's necessarily a wrong way to do it. 
Man, I'm loving these comments on social media. Those who are chiming in saying, hey, this is what I memorized. Brian said, I memorized recently 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. We talked about that, pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm. That's in that passage, so I love that. Stephanie said, Nahum 1 and 3, his way is in uh, the whirlwind and storm. The clouds are the dust of his feet. I love that, that God is even with us in the whirlwind and in the storm. We need to be reminded of that. I'd love to hear from you. What scripture have you memorized recently? Uh, Why don't you share that on our social media platforms? You know, one of the things that I love, um, Glenna, is the fact that these callers who have just called, we had one that was 69. If I'm doing a calculation on Willie's uh, age, he's in his 70s, almost 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they're calling in saying, this is edifying me. This is helping mm-hmm. me. And, and not allowing age to be an excuse to say that I can't do it. Let's speak to those who might feel like either too young or too old or maybe not having a good memory. What do you say about those barriers? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that I don't know anyone who says, I have a great memory. I'm going to be really good at this. Just without exception, everyone thinks that they're just not good at memorizing. And I think that kind of gives us an easy out to not do it. But really, God has designed your brain to memorize He has designed your brain to meditate on scripture. And so you can do it because he's created your brain in an amazing way to do so. Now, I understand if you are, you know, later in life and you don't feel like you retain as well as you used to, or maybe you've had illness that affects the way you think, you know, there are obstacles, but you can just in short segments, you don't have to go for long passages. You can just do like you were talking about earlier, Chris. I mean, the Lord is my shepherd, shepherd. I shall not want the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, you know, one verse can be a lifeline for you. And, you know, I would speak to those who are young. I mean, children are like sponges and my husband and I have done some memorization with our kids. And I mean, when my youngest was not a reader yet, he could still memorize us all under the table. I mean, he could just, just with us repeating it several times out loud, he grabbed it immediately. So I think it's a great way for young and old and middle-aged and people who think they're not good at it. I mean, we can, God has created our brains to do this and then maybe pulling in another person into the process court mm-hmm. sort of create some accountability, some camaraderie. I've actually seen memorization with a friend really deepen our relationship because nothing unites us like God's word and like Jesus. So, you know, yeah, there's we, a lot of advantages to trying something, even though you think you can't do it. Yeah. We got about a minute before break, but I will say that, you know, each one of those groups that you just spoke to right on spot on, and uh, again, I can't say it enough. You can do this. And you say in your book, uh, Glenna, that this is the way believers should speak to one another. That when we're talking to one another, we should be encouraging one another from Scripture. That it shouldn't just be, uh, hey, here's my best advice. Here's my best wisdom. Or here's what I saw on TV yesterday. Or here's a meme from social media. We should be encouraging one another from God's word, um, reciting God's word to each other, reminding each other of God's promises when we're going through the storms. 
when we are at different turning points in our lives, we need to be reminded. So I pray that we would, yes, hide his word in our hearts, that we might not sin against him, but also that we would hide his word in our hearts so that we might have something edifying to mm-hmm. say to one another in a time of need. And so I'm going to encourage you to call that number as we go to break. This is our final break of the day, but these breaks are strategic because they give you opportunity to uh, find out more about our guests, about the resource. So you want to find out more about Glenna, about the book, Memorizing Scripture. We want to use this book as we take this journey together. Go to our website, equipradio.org. That's equippedradio.org. Run there now or call the number if it's easier. I like to dial the number. It's easier for me. So dial 888-644-4144. That's 888-644-4144. Vicki from Ohio has joined the journey. I'm grateful for Vicki, Diane from Florida, uh, Claire from Illinois, Joyce from Illinois. Maybe you're next. Go to equipradio.org. We'll be right back. Every new year, we set goals and resolutions, but I've got one that every Christian needs to put on their list, memorizing scripture. It's a powerful and essential part of our spiritual growth. To show you how serious I am about it, I want to send you a book to help you get started. It's simply titled Memorizing Scripture. I'll send you a copy today with a gift of any amount. Call us at 888-644-4144 or go to equipradio.org. Welcome back to Equip with Chris Brooks. I would love, and you've heard me say this before, to airdrop this book to every home in America. If I could get a plane big enough, fly over every neighborhood in America, I would airdrop uh, this uh, Memorizing Scripture by Glenda Marshall. But I can't afford a plane, and uh, I can't airdrop it to you, but we can get it to you if you call. And we don't want you to have a barrier to getting the book. That's why we say a gift of any amount to the ministry. We'll send it over to you when you dial 888-644-4144. So do your best. I will tell you that um, retail, this book would go for $14.99 roughly. And so if you, when you call, can give a gift of that amount or more, Uh, You're making it possible in many ways for us to be a blessing uh, to others as you give. The more generous you are, in other words, the more widely we can make this available to anyone who calls and says, I want to be a part of this journey of memorizing Scripture. So please be as generous as as you can, but don't hear that as a barrier. I want everyone who desires to do this, to learn to memorize scripture, to call 888-644-4144. And thanks to those of you who are responding, like Earl from Trenton, Georgia. I appreciate you, Earl, coming on board. Glennie, you alluded to kids earlier. I love Genevieve uh, posted on Facebook that the scripture that her and her kids memorized was John 1135, Jesus wept. That counts, Genevieve, and I just want you to know I'm proud of you and your kids. That's great. Now, uh, as a mom, 
what advice, again, you alluded to this earlier, do you give to parents and grandparents on how to get their kids excited about it? And if you could say a word about teens, that'd be great too. Yeah. So I am right there where I have an eight-year-old and a 15-year-old. So I'm kind of in this gap between the little years and the big years. So yeah. I can speak to both both se- sections of parenting here. So we typically do some memorization during just our family devotionals, which we do a few nights a week around the dinner table. I can be honest, it's not even every night, but it just a few nights a week of going through a verse with our kids just has ingrained scripture into their heart. We've done some Psalms with them, some short passages. We have been working quite a while on a section from Romans 8. And some of the things that we do are really just games to make it interesting, to make it uh, keep them in it, especially the little one. And so we will do one of those games where you each take a word and sort of go clockwise and it kind of keeps you on your toes because you got to know what word's going to land on you when it's your turn and then maybe switch it up. So it's a different word next time. Mm. They really like that mm. one. We've had verses where we've gotten stuck, like on the list in Romans eight, where it's like shall tribulation or distress or danger or sword or persecution, that yeah. list of all the things what can yeah. separate us from the love of Christ. So we drew them on our chalkboard wall, like sort of drew emojis next to them to help us remember. <laughs> and that worked for all of us. We had another section where had a little trouble wrapping our mouths around Paul's use of words in that passage. Sure. So my youngest just sort of pounded out a rhythm with his fists on the table. And every yeah. time we get to that verse, we all sort of pound it out. And the beat really <laughs> helps us. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is doing this with my kids has sort of done for them what I didn't see when I was growing up, which was to model that memorization is part of the Christian life, no matter your age. My 15 year old has taken this as his own personal spiritual discipline. He is a believer and has been for a couple of years. But in addition to reading the Bible in the morning, he just on his own, he has a ESV Bible app on his phone and just commits to work on passages. He does it during homeroom. He goes to public school and during homeroom, he sits and memorizes passages. He likes to memorize what his dad's preaching on. And so, you know, I I love that. I love that it will, it's a part of his life. I hope he carries for the rest of his life. No, I think that's really good. And one other thing that we can add to this discussion is that a lot of believers now have the Bible app that they Mm -hmm. use and, and the Bible app gives a verse of the day. So maybe that's one of the ways you can start as well. Listen, friends, there's no wrong way to start. The most important thing is to get started. So, Glenna, thank you for the resource, memorizing Mm -hmm. scripture. Thank you for all the tips, the techniques, and for reminding us mostly of the benefits and blessings. We're so grateful for you. Thanks for joining me, Glenna. Thank you so much for having me. Friends, I want to encourage you. Let's join this journey. Let's do it together. Memorizing scripture, setting our year off right, starting out memorizing scripture. So many are responding. I want you to respond as well. 888-644-4144. We want to know that you're with us on this journey. So give us a call, 888-644-4144. Or as always, go to our website, equipradio.org. Well, So glad we had this time together. Can't wait till we're together again next time. Until then, remember, Equip with Chris Brooks is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute.
Hey there, friends. Chris Brooks here. Many are concerned over the way critical theories have invaded government, education, and even our churches. It's happening so quickly, and many have noticed a drift away from the gospel. I'm going to have author Neil Shinvey. He'll join me to talk about what's behind these theories, what's true, and how we can engage biblically. Don't miss Equip. Listen live weekdays at 1 Eastern, noon Central, on the Moody Radio app or equipradio.org.